0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the With Joey B Podcast. So we're approaching the end of the first big season of the podcast. And uh, so I've, I've been really grateful for the journey so far and there's only a little bit left to go. So uh, kudos to you if you've listened all the way through. And today's one is is a very central ideal um, as, as we try and get more significant as we come towards the end. And I guess it, uh, it all starts with last year now anyone who knows me well has heard me say this this line so many times um it's not even one i wrote for for a change that's so central to me so where to begin last year i decided that i, I kind of got the the inkling of what this doors thing was this 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 important message um about helping others before you help yourself right and then rather not even that but Helping yourself through helping others before focusing on you and uh, the great paradox. And so on Facebook, and I talked about this in episode uh, five, pretty sure, or four. You know, this guy popped up on, I uh, saw him posting on Sydney startups called Andrew Reese, who I recognized the name from a course I'd done a couple of years ago. And I, uh, Message him thinking I could help him with the question he had about finding a, a VA, a virtual assistant. Next thing you know, he's invited me to his podcast launch. And I, I had a great time. I've talked about the Hello Stranger podcast launch so many times. I put it in the book, In 18 and Lost. It was a big part of the, the crazy journey of 2020 for me. And it, it introduced me to uh, yeah a very important group of people in my life. And I learned a lot from Andrew during the launch because he was very much guided by. He kind of submitted, and and let I guess this this thing we call the universe uh, kind of guide a lot of uh, guide a lot of the launch and and the erection of the podcast. Uh, and it, and it all it all felt very aligned and things kind of fell into place. And he's like, I've I've learned that you know I used to try and I used to hustle a lot harder. You know I think he said, I've learned to let go a bit more and uh and and just go with the flow of things and just be like a leaf in the wind or the water you know just just free to move and the ho- this whole idea of you know letting go and letting fate intervene to some extent um has deeply influenced the way i approach things and takes a lot of the stress out of it to be honest and a lot of the the overengineering to be honest and he gave me this this book called unwritten by uh by jack delosa he's another australian and there was this line that Jack used in the book to talk about how he delegated things delegated things in business. But I thought this line was much bigger than that. It was actually a rule of what to delegate in life. The line was, "I only do what only I can do." Jack wrote in a, in that book about... His own experiences of how when you're doing something that is aligns with who you are, it feels like the world is helping you along. The universe is in your side. When you're doing something you're not meant to be doing, it's kinda like the universe is throwing shit in your way, trying to steer you back on course. And I remember when we're doing the from the ground up, when we're in the nonprofit days it was just always these wins, these randomly getting connected with Nick and then with uh, my friend Michael, who introduced us to our other friend Michael and these people helped us get donations and then all, all, the, all these things seemed to fall into place exactly when they were meant to. Like it was being planned by a, uh, a mastermind far above anything c- I could ever perceive. And I felt so aligned the whole time I did that. So I resonated with this idea that we, there's some level of being guide, guided and i just there, there is no alternative understanding for me I, it is a conclusion that that is very very closed yeah, closed end and uh i think if you've ever read the alchemist which is such an amazing book it's it's that the universe conspires you know i, I did the audio version with jeremy irons narrating He's the voice of Scar from the Lion King. For anyone who's not aware of Jeremy Irons, shame on you. And says, the world conspires, you know, to help you when you want something. And it's guiding you on your path. Another book I read last year was very influential on me was The Celestine Prophecy. It's one of the, I'd never heard of it until it was recommended to me. Haven't heard it come up much since in other circles. Incredibly powerful book for giving us a bit of an insight into how we actually capitalize on this reality that there's just this, there is this universal force, be it a God or whatever, uh, whatever language you like using, that guides us. It's almost undeniable. And the evidence for it is normally within your own life, not within anyone else's. And the Celestine Prophecy, makes a big um, emphasis on uh, like synchronicity and coincidences and like how they are the furthest thing from accidental and random and how they are beyond intentional. Even in uh, that book, Unwritten, it was the first time I was a bit, I I learned more about even Elon Musk's story in that book and how he came so close with SpaceX and Tesla going bust in in the GFC last minute you know, SpaceX, when it's, it's, it's not, not able to afford its payroll like the next week or whatever, a contract comes through from NASA and, uh, and, and saves the company. It made me think that when you're on a true mission, you know, go full, go full at it, but there's no risk. Because you know, when you're doing what only you can do, it'll work out the right way. As long as you approach it with the right energy. So this whole line, this whole rule, I only do what only I can do, has become my true north uh, and my filter. And what it means is a world-class opportunity, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, becomes irrelevant if it doesn't fit within what you're called to do, what only you can do. So when I say this has become my true north, this is the direction I'm heading. I head towards what I perceive the I only do what only I can do is for me. No one else can do the, the With Joe Weeby podcast, obviously from, from a name, naming perspective, even though I do have a few relatives that are also Joe Weebies, And there is another Joey Weeby who does have a podcast, very different to this one. <laughs> but no one's going to do it in this way. No one's going to do the concepts the way I do them. So if I believe these are important if I, and I believe that only I can do them, it's not a matter of this would be fun to do, although it is, that is enjoyable. It's an ethical obligation. It's no laughing, no laughing matter. If I do believe in it, which I do, I believe in it more than anything, then it is an ethical decision. It's not about trying to create the lifestyle I want. It's much bigger than that. That is just a small part of it. So the one thing, one of the things we're working on right now is is the constant student, which is, for me, the culmination of everything I've learned and observed in my life, this project. And I guess with the constant student, I guess one of the hopes is that it it helps so many more people realize they only do what only they can do for themselves. Because how do you find it, right? Now, I didn't know I didn't know I could do any of this stuff when I was eighteen. So it's not this it's not this search exercise that you sit in a room and brainstorm when you're eighteen. You you only take steps towards it when you're journeying. You can look at The Alchemist as well for that, right? It's only when you're on the journey. So, what does on the journey look like? You have to be doing things. What does doing things look like? That's projects normally. Projects are normally the most dynamic thing. What is a project? Projects, your startup business, projects, a podcast, a blog. A piece of writing you share with 10 friends can be a starting point. A YouTube channel. Maybe you design something. Maybe your job is actually your project. Maybe it is study. I don't know. Reading heaps of books. But especially intertwining your journey with the people around you who are most intentional about their lives. So not just anyone. The people who are like thinking. People on their thinking career. Right? That's intertwining your journey with them. You're finding your interests to start with. And you start to explore them. Right? And that's interest mapping. Episode uh, 49 from memory. Right? You're exploring your interests. You have to start the journey to find it, to build it. Right? Um the the book eighteen and lost the constant student that's this for me that's what it is right now now it, it will change I'm sure as the years go on but those things are built on you know my lackluster university experience my time in, in doing the project that was based in Nepal having a go at um at, at the real estate business getting the inkling for for writing. And a lot of the com- culmination of those lessons and the combination of those lessons and experiences and wanting to make the nonlinear kind of career path or journey more accessible for others has resulted in a lot of this stuff. So the I only do what only I can do has been built. Now, the part that's hardest to explain to you is just how integral other people have been in that journey. Now, you'll know a lot of them from if, if you read the book, from, you know, Nick Abraham very early on, Scott mcewen has been an ever-present for this chapter. You've got all the other authors. You got you know Byron and 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 Marvin and Tyler and and the whole gang there. Um, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of people I, I couldn't even list them. But the intertwined journey, the people give you feedback. The people will help remind you who you are. The people will see see you when you're performing and when you're not. You know, what's funny is that um, it's r- normally really hard to realize your biggest gift. It's normally really something you actually need a really good friend to spot for you because it's so ingrained to who you are. You don't notice it as a unique thing. I don't know if that's scalably true, but I found it to be the case for me. Anyway, so if you're sitting in a room and you're thinking, well, there's nothing only I can do. That doesn't mean that there isn't anything that only you can do. It just means you can't see in the room you're in right now because you haven't built a journey yet. How are you going to do it? you got to open the first door. I don't know what that looks like for you. I don't have that answer. But you've got to be going through doors. And what's the best way to open doors for you? It's to concentrate on opening doors for others. What I always say. So ironically, building your journey through helping others build their journey and creating the intertwined journey. Because as you try things and you learn more, and you test yourself against the world, it just reveals more and more of what's unique about you and then where only you can help and provide value. You know, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey, just the list goes on, Elon Musk. Who else could do what those people did? Who else? They're at they were in the right place at the right time and they got the call. So it's this it's this philosophy of journeying. Of journeying and journeying. So you have a choice. You have a choice whether you're going to go on the journey or not. but I would uh, encourage you to adopt this ideal as much as possible. And sometimes if I'm having, if if it's the case where I'm having the conversation with a friend who's maybe stumbled a bit along the way, one of the stiffest questions and the most stirring of questions that sticks them and gets them thinking is, are you thinking of doing this? Is this something that only you can do? And if you're able to find that true north, It'll be hard for anything else to give you more clarity than that going forward. So, how do you get your journey started? Well, the best way to concentrate on opening doors for you, sorry, the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others.